Welcome to another episode of Not Rocket Science, episode 35, I think. How are you doing? How you doing, guys? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of me talking on a microphone. Just kind of hanging today. How are you guys doing? Hopefully better than me. I feel like it's becoming a running theme on this show, but I am still sick up in this piece. Still sick. It's been over a week. The last episode I did, I was feeling this way. And I still feel this way. Kind of sucks. Whatever this bug is that I have, whatever evil's been put on me, it is stubborn AF. It is just not going away. I've been basically doing nothing except going to work, coming home, eating dinner and going to sleep and on weekends I have not left my house it is Sunday afternoon about to be four o'clock I've been in my house since Friday night or my apartment I should say um not doing anything just laying low sitting in bed sleeping in late resting eating here and there but really just taking it easy Christmas shopping online I'm doing that poorly so far um but that's about it and i'm not seeing the results i'm not seeing the results every day i wake up i'm still all gross and clogged up i think my voice might sound marginally better this episode than last episode but i'm still coughing like crazy like i got the black lung or something it's gross my girlfriend has it too, but hers is a bit tamer, so we're both just a mess. She's actually going out. She has this thing where she cannot stay in a house all day or she goes stir-crazy, whereas I could chill in one place for like a week, no problem. As long as I have an internet connection, I'm good. Um, I do not need to go outside, and I do not need to move around much. So if you were really just wondering, that's uh, that's one of the main differences between us. But uh, anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Better than me, hopefully, because this has been a bummer. It's like holiday time, and I'm going to it's different things. Like, I went to a get-together the other night, and uh, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't drinking at all. I usually don't drink much, but you know, I'll get a vodka soda or whatever just to fit in. But I didn't even do that. I had nothing. Just at the bar talking. Lame. Um, And I have more stuff this week. And I hope that I get over this stupid thing so I could partake. But it is what it is. Sometimes these things take time. Um, I feel like a lot's been going on, but not a lot's been going on at the same time. Um, A lot of like pop culture stuff. 
in the news, but this time of year, business-wise, things kind of slow down. Um, I'm sure not like retail and things like that, but in high-level business, in terms of like working at an office even, everywhere I've ever worked, it tends to slow down towards this time of year, like the last two weeks of the year. Things tend to chill out a bit. Uh, not a whole lot goes on. Plus, right now, the stock market is in the crapper. The cryptocurrency market is in the crapper. So, kind of tame overall. I mean, I did the episode last week about that farm bill, which got passed, I believe, by the Senate last week. Um, which is big news. Because once that gets signed in, it's going to be off to the races uh, when it comes to marijuana stocks. But overall, yeah, I think that's going to that's gonna drag into 2019 a little bit at this point. Um, but I also expect in the next year, year and a half, um, for a lot more momentum to build when it comes to recreational legalization. Particularly where I am right now, which is New Jersey, New York area. I think both New Jersey and New York will legalize in 2019, 2020, absolute worst case scenario. Um, and that's, you know, that that's the biggest metropolitan, North Jersey at least, along with New York City, is the biggest metropolitan area in the entire country. So obviously that's going to that's gonna move things forward on that front um but all in all not not a whole lot's happened more pop culture stuff uh, a lot of not so great news there's kind of just felt like a little bit like there's been this cloud of darkness um over the past few weeks when it comes to the news and the weather um the weather right here is it's been raining all day and it's been just gloomy and gross i still have my curtains down because there's just no point of even looking outside today here in New York City, where Brooklyn at. Yeah, it's just gross. But past couple days in particular, a lot of pop culture-ish negativity has been uh, making headlines. Um, I haven't really been keeping up with it, but my girlfriend's a pop culture junkie. So I know about the whole like Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande little episode that they had where they dated, got engaged, and broke up in like a month span. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll work. Um, and Ariana Grande had that silly-ass music video with that mediocre song that broke all those YouTube records. And now Pete Davidson, who's had a history of like being... Um, you know, depression, suffering from depression, things like that. He put up, like, I think a tweet or an IG post where he was, like, like, hinting towards perhaps suicidal tendencies. Or maybe not. Maybe we're all looking into it too much. But he's saying something like, I don't want to be on this earth anymore, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, bad stuff. Um, he seems like a good dude. He always made me laugh. And he seems like... I like guys that um, are really famous, but are still, like, genuinely self-deprecating. And it's usually stand-up comedians that are like that. Some actors do it, but when you see them do it, you feel like they're trying to do it. They're not actually self-deprecating off-camera. They just think it's the right move at the time. 
you see that with like uh tonight show guests guests and things like that but he's legitimate self-deprecating that's like kind of his bread and butter but uh it stemmed from real depression which kind of sucks but i think that's it kind of has to on some level for it to appear real so that's the uh that's the issue the old chicken or the egg issue i guess but yeah, he wasn't on any SNL skits last night, and he just came out to introduce Miley Cyrus during her second song, not even her first song. So there's like a lot of concern over that um, amongst the pop culture world. And then on top of that, this morning, I look on my phone, and the co-founder of HQ Trivia was found dead this morning. Um, this guy Colin Kroll, who also was a co-founder of Vine. You guys remember Vines? Vine was like the OG brother to Snapchat, but Vine was a big deal, and it closed down when it was still popular. I felt at least it kind of had that like Barry Sanders career where it was still kind of on top, and then just folded. But anyway, that guy co-founded Vine, and then co-founded the company that created hq trivia the actual parent company of hq trivia creators called intermedia labs um but i looked into this a little bit i think there is rumors of a drug overdose um i don't want to say that but that's what i saw in the old tweeter uh in regards to cause this dude seemed to have some uh, some issues. He he had a partner named Russ Yusupov or y- Yusupov. I don't know. I can't pronounce these names very well. But uh, they seem to be beefing. Like he ousted Russ Yusupov as the CEO of um, Intermedia Labs and kind of like forced him out. And then. Uh, People, you know, sources, fucking people that don't want to say who they are, um, were saying that there were formal HR complaints accused towards this guy as being, like, inappropriate and unprofessional. And uh, also, when Twitter bought Vine back in the day, he seemed to have some issues with Twitter's corporate office. I don't really know. It's all speculation, but the point is is that there's, he seemed to be kind of the type of guy that didn't fit really well in a corporate environment and maybe wasn't the biggest team player in the world. Um, but I don't know. I think it's sad when people who make some sort of impact have these, uh, these end games. Um, always unfortunate. And I know... It even mentions in all the articles about his death that HQ Trivia has been struggling. Um, it's no longer one of the top 100 free games on the on the App Store because um, there was that. It's kind of like Pokemon Go where they had that initial wave, and then they couldn't scale to keep, uh, increase and maintain engagement, increase conversion. Um, because people just get sick of it. I got sick of it after a while. My girlfriend didn't, though. She still plays it on the daily. So this hits me a tad harder, I think, just because I still see her playing HQ Trivia at 9 o'clock every night. 
Um, so to hear about something like this kind of hits home. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge HQ trivia guy or anything, but it's just weird that it looks like this might be some sort of suicide or overdose, some sort of like Mac Miller-ish situation. And then you have the Pete Davidson thing, and then you have the shitty weather, and I've been sick this whole time. It's just a lot of negativity, and it's the holiday season, man. It's the holiday season. I should be drinking fucking spiked eggnog. Uh, people should be happy, supposedly, but maybe that's just the uh, guise of commercialism. Makes us think we should feel a certain way when reality begs to differ. Power of branding, I guess. I don't know. I don't freaking know. Um, What else is going on? Oh, also, that Cardi B Offset thing where Offset went to uh, the stage at the Rolling Loud set. For those who don't know, Rolling Loud is a massive hip-hop festival in Los Angeles. And Cardi B was the first ever a female headliner and what happens in the middle of her set offset from Migos you know they dated if you don't know and you don't care he comes out on stage with a bunch of flowers and cake asking her to take him back they were uh, engaged for a while and then he cheated on her so it's pretty crazy Uh, he came out in the middle of her set he came out with cake and flowers that said take me back and did this whole apology thing and she wasn't feeling it had him removed from the stage and uh it's turning into this thing where it's like first woman ever and this is what happens to the headliner kind of have a point in the sense that i don't know how security allowed that to happen unless if you put your conspiracy theory hat on it was all planned and it's a pr thing i don't know i could go either way with it i could see it being a planned thing but Cardi B seems to be kind of raw, you know what I mean? She's just like a raw, 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 raw upper Manhattan lady. And uh, I don't really see her. You could tell by her facial expressions that she seemed thrown off and kind of confused. And I don't know if she can act that well. If it was fake and it was staged, I don't know if she could make those same facial responses to his actions and um, give that sense of confusion as well if she knew it was planned. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it wasn't staged, and I think it was just some crazy thing, and because Offset's famous, they might have thought it was like a collab or something. I don't know. But uh, pretty crazy stunt to pull if you ask me pretty risky didn't pay off i don't think it would pay off that's a big deal because you're messing with their professional identities at that point you know you're messing with uh cardi b the performer not even the person which makes it i don't know i feel like your odds would be a little bit less likely to win her back when you're messing with her performer self for lack of a better word I don't know. That's not really the point. It just seemed to blow up on Twitter yesterday. So I figured I'd put it out there. But today is more about the everyday lady or man or whatever gender you are. I wanted to talk a little bit about whether or not when it comes to jobs, do you guys use Glassdoor? This has been bubbling and kind of percolating 
within me for a while now. For those who don't know what Glassdoor is, Glassdoor is a website that basically treats companies and the experience of working for companies as almost like product reviews. It's like a consumer report for companies and um, salaries and the overall experience of working at different places. And uh, I've used it for years now, probably since 2014-ish. It's been a pretty good resource for me, but more and more that I, I look at it and kind of realize what's going on, the less value I feel that it has. Um, and they have this one thing, this one feature in particular, that it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it's called, first of all, the title itself is a little weird. It's called Know Your Worth. Your personalized salary estimate based on today's job market. Um, what it is is basically they kind of aggregate a bunch of reported salaries of people that claim to have similar amount of experience as you with the same profession as you and the same market as you. Um, but it really just is strange because for a long time, first of all, know your worth is kind of coming in a little strong there with the title right like know your worth like is my worth just what i do at a company all day seems a little weird not the most inviting name for a feature right like know my worth jesus um but anyway that aside not a big deal what they had for my experience in my title which is ux designer or user experience designer blah, 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 um been pretty flat for like years and then i noticed it's been declining like crazy since august of this year so let's see in august my average base pay supposedly was about a hundred and three thousand and since then, it's just basically free falling down to seventy nine thousand eight hundred and fifty five. So in four months, my title has declined in value by over twenty thousand dollars a year. In four months, how does that happen? Um, I don't really take this that seriously, but I was just looking at it today and. I was like, how do they even, like, when you see something like that, how do they not investigate the accuracy of their data? Because it very well could be people are lying more about their experience. Um, they could have before lied about their salaries, and now they're not lying for some reason. Because uh, this is all self-reported data. This is like survey data, basically, which... If you work in any field that conducts research, whether it's market research, um, academic research, you know surveys are generally like the flimsiest form of measuring data. And to me, I just feel like when you see stuff like that, that's like that steep, and I'm pretty involved in the UX community in New York, and there has not been any like panic over our salaries being worth less or anything like that 
from what I understand and talking to people, it seems pretty much the same it was a year ago or two years ago. Um, I know that there might be some legitimacy to this in the sense that the supply and demand curve is being um, altered more and more every year in the sense that because people want tech jobs, more people are joining these boot camps to do UX, so then they there's just more of them, more UX designers um, than there were years ago, and not so much more supply for UX designers necessarily. But the reason why I don't really buy that as the reason is because they take their year's experience into account. So if there's more designers every year, there's not necessarily more designers with five years' experience or six years' experience or ten years' experience every year. So that's what I don't really understand because they're giving you your estimate with your year's experience at least listed which means they take that into account so i don't really get it maybe i'm going to be poorer as hell soon or something i don't get it but uh i don't think this is real and then also the other issue i have with Glassdoor is uh they have lots of customer uh, not customer reviews but like employee reviews of like the overall experience they rate it like basically like a yelp review where you rate it out of five stars and in general in my experience the star reviews compared to my actual experience working at the place tend to be heavily 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 swayed toward the negative on glassdoor um and i think what it is is somebody gets fired and they're all emotional and disgruntled. And then they tend to leave a negative glass door review because they just got fired and they're emotional. But when you, you know, you're aggregating all of those and then you have some HR specialist at the company making fake reviews to kind of counterbalance that, you get this fake representation of the actual experience that are just polarized on opposite ends way, way, way more extremely than what the average employee feels about their real working experience there. So this is just something to look out for. I'm trying to just talk about this a little because I haven't seen, I've heard talks where people just casually bring this up, but I've never heard any like podcasts about it. I've never heard any real uh, TED talks or anything about the dangers of these kinds of platforms and taking what they're saying 100% at face value because I think it's a little dangerous and I question their data heavily just based on these graphs that they keep emailing me every month or two. Um, so I was wondering if any of you guys ever had uh, any experiences with Glassdoor, ever left reviews, what was the reason why you left a review and whether or not you know about this year market value thing. And whether or not it seems accurate based on where you are, how many years experience you have, what your title is, etc. Because this is something that I've just been seeing for over the past four months kind of develop. And I'm like, huh? I thought we were one of the last jobs that were going to get automated by robots considering we help sort of design 
not the robots, but interfaces and things like that. And what confuses me even more about it is when I go to the actual job board on Glassdoor and look at the salaries that are being offered, at least the range of salary that is being listed by Glassdoor for companies hiring the position that they're showing me on my know your worth thing, they're all higher than the average. But they're in line with what what the old average was back in August. So I'm like, make up your damn mind, Glassdoor. I'm totally confused. I'm totally confused. I don't know what's going on. Do I need to find a new career? Do I need to move to a new city? Do I got to go on food stamps? I don't know. I don't know, but I have this weird bogus thing telling me they know my worth and it's been free falling the past four months. But then when I go on job boards, it's all the same. I mean, uh, the salaries are all what they used to be and it's all the same. But maybe, maybe what it is is there's a couple cheap fucking loser companies out there lowballing us and it brings the average down for everybody. Because to me, that's the only thing that's making sense. That's the only thing that makes sense. But if you're the one doing pro bono work or something, don't report it to Glassdoor as your salary. Or if you're making way below market, trying to get into the industry, doing user experience work for $15 an hour or whatever. Because um, that's, that's the only thing I can think of. But I want to know just on a higher level, do you guys actually use Glassdoor? Is it a valuable job-seeking or hiring resource? And do you take the reviews seriously? Because I used to back in the day, back in like 2014, when I was doing the job scramble like crazy, trying to land my first new UX job. Um, But here we are in 2019. And uh, I just don't care anymore. But I find it interesting because Glassdoor, I used to have uh, all-hands company meetings at a previous place that I worked at where one of the topics of discussion was encouraging employees to leave a positive Glassdoor review if you feel like it's a good place to work because they're having issues with negative Glassdoor reviews. And to me, it's so fucking scummy that like that is where we are when it comes to our duties as employees or our duties as leaders at companies and the shit you have to deal with. Because, like, it's unfair. It's definitely skewed. But I don't think fighting fire with fire is a good way to uh, absolve that by saying, please leave a glass door review to people who probably wouldn't otherwise because it's just not a priority. Because um, now you're getting you're just getting artificial, or not artificial, that's a bad word to use, but skewed and overly inflated reviews to the positive or negative and it just creates a more cloudy picture on top of the cloudiness with the salary calculator bullshit that they have going on um and it sucks because i think the actual idea of it is great i think the idea of treating companies as products is a good idea um because companies don't tend to treat people as people anymore you know, just commodities. Might as well treat the company as a commodity too. It's just unfortunate all of the baloney politics that come into play. But what about you guys? Do you guys use Glassdoor? 
Do you guys find it helpful? Have you had a real positive experience where based on what Glassdoor is saying, you either got a job at a certain company you love or you avoided um, a disaster in waiting? Let us know. Email us if you want to because I would love to hear from you guys genuinely. I'm really bad at like exuding enthusiasm when I'm by myself, but trust me, uh, it's real. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, you can email us at notrocketscienceshow at gmail or hit us up nrs underscore show on Instagram or Twitter. Um, those are the two that we rock with currently. Not so much on the facey books yet. We'll do it one day, but I just avoid Facebook like the plague because it kind of is a plague right now, let's be honest here. Um, but yeah, I just felt like I had been thinking about talking about Glassdoor on an episode for a while now, and today was the day where I got another email and my supposed worth dropped another $3,000 in a, two weeks or three weeks or something. So I figured to let it rip. This episode, Glassdoor, you fucking with my money. I don't like that. I don't believe your data. It seems weird. I'm going to take you a lot less seriously moving forward, and that's that. Um, Yeah, so that's it. I'm not going to complain and rant about Glassdoor anymore, but I figured I always wanted to bring that up. I wanted to share my side of the story in case you guys are thinking the same thing. I don't know what industries you guys work in, but... You use Glassdoor and you use this Know Your Worth calculator to find jobs and figure out what your salary demand should be, and you're just seeing bogus numbers left and right, I just wanted to say you're not alone on this one, because it is throwing me off big time. But uh, that's all I got this week, guys. It's already about a half hour in, almost. Um, I want to say I got to figure out what I'm going to do, because next week is Christmas time. And that means I am not here in my apartment. I am with, at my parents' house. And I'm going to probably be at my parents' house for a full week, which means I'm missing two episodes. Um, I'm not missing two episodes, but I'm missing being here for two episodes. So this week I'm going to probably record another episode that will not have any current events. Because they will be old by the time it gets released, which will be New Year's Eve. Um, I will release an episode on New Year's Eve. And I will release an episode on Christmas Eve, even though I'll be traveling all day. So I'm just going to figure out how I'm going to coordinate all that this week. I might record an episode um, Wednesday or something and go from there. But I'm just letting you know there will be episodes every Monday like normal. Just because the holidays tend to be difficult for my schedule doesn't mean I'm not going to make this shit work. Feel me? Good. Um, other than that, like I said before, you can hit us up about anything, not just Glassdoor, on Gmail, not Rocket Science Show, Gmail, NRS underscore show, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. And that's that. Um, I'm going to go back to bed and try to sleep now and rest this nasty-ass cough that I have that I've been editing out. I've been coughing throughout this whole episode, but you haven't heard it because I've just been coughing and stopping and then cutting it and keeping going. 
Normally, I try to let it ride as much as possible, but this shit just sounds nasty, okay? It just sounds nasty, so I'm not going to put you guys through hearing me yak like I got the black lung pop, but uh, that's about it. That's about it. I'm just complaining about Glassdoor this episode and talking about suicide. Great content, Sean. Keep up the good work. All right. That's it. Love you guys. This is not rocket science. Episode 35. I am Sean. Hope you guys have a good one. Um, I'm going to say Merry Christmas to you guys next episode. I'll say this episode too. Double the Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. Get all your shopping done. Get those Amazon Prime orders in. Amazon already lost one of my orders. I uh, bought something for my girlfriend. It said it was delivered last Wednesday. It wasn't delivered that Friday. I complained, got a refund, and got the item six days late last night. So, got me a free present. Um, But get your orders in because Amazon Prime tends to lose a lot of shit. This happened to me last year. I lost a present too. Um, I never got it. So, get your orders in. I'm going to try to do that too. Hope you guys have a good one. Take it easy. And peace. Peace.